You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to the Trend Zone. Dave here with Casey and each week at the Football Radio Show we give you our expert insight analysis and opinions of the top trending stories in the NFL. Are you ready, Casey? Ready! <laughs> You've just crossed over into the Trend Zone. In today's episode, we'll talk about some QBs off the hot starts, the rich getting richer, our survivor picks, fantasy go-backs, injuries, and of course, we'll preview some of the biggest games coming up in week three of the NFL. But before we get to all that good stuff, Casey, let's get started with the tasty nug for the people. Lay it on them. Oh, yeah, it's the uh, KC OG Kush, baby. We're talking about Pat Mahomes, dude. Damn. This cat is in fuego. Ten TD passes over the first two weeks of the season. That's the most by a quarterback in NFL history. Um, you keep hearing his name. And another name you're hearing is Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic. They're the <laughs> only two quarterbacks. So throw in Drew Bledsoe back in there to uh, to have four touchdown passes in the first two games of the season, Dave. And that's just leading to a whole bunch of touchdowns, baby. And we love it, dude. No doubt. Set records, 174 TDs through the first two weeks of the season. That is an NFL record, dude. And last week alone, 65 touchdown passes. That is also an NFL record, bro. We are seeing the scoreboards light up, and these offenses aren't even in sync yet. Just think when everybody gets a going, dude. <laughs> Woo! Damn, all that? You're going to jam that gigantic nug? <laughs> you know how we roll, baby. <laughs> the bigger, the better. Come on. All right, man. Not to mention, Casey, two ties in two consecutive weeks. How about that? You love ties, right, Casey? That sounds like a, a seed or a stem, Dave. That is no nug. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that out. Throw that shit out of there, man. All right, Casey, let's move on to these top trending stories, man. Let's get this thing rolling. Get it started, though, Casey. Talk about the rich getting richer. We talked oh. about it. Give it to us. Oh, my gosh, dude. Uh, New England Patriots, of course, trade for Josh Gordon. And, like, it was only a fifth-round conditional pick, and it can go back. It's crazy, dude. I don't yeah. know how they do it. It must be like the hoodies got this uh, Jedi mind trick. These are not the receivers you're looking for because they paid nothing for him, dude. Yeah. And I think when this guy gets down in with Brady, holy smokes, dude, they are going to start clicking. And that is just the weapon Tom Brady needed, man. Yeah, dude, he's obviously a sick athlete when he's uh, when he's all right and everything. And what better thing to get Josh Gordon right than to set him up on that franchise with that kind of stability. And uh, obviously, like you said, the cost – uh, you know, it could go down to a seventh rounder and is maxed out at a fifth. What a deal. No bottom and side. Totally, dude. And they're getting Julian Edelman back in a couple weeks then. So all of a sudden, man, this this lineup is going to be loaded. But Dave, switch it over to another trade that happened earlier. Khalil Mack going to the Bears. Whatever the Raiders Ooh. paid was not enough with the Bears. Oh, my God. This guy is a beast, dude. We saw it on yeah. Monday night. This guy, ugh. Bears are super stoked on that one, dude. No doubt about it. And suddenly the Bears defense looks awesome. You know, you just wow. add that one incredible talent and it just tips the scales so much in their favor. Uh, and the Raiders threw a second rounder in that thing too over there with them. It just didn't get enough back. There no. isn't enough back. The Raiders are no. going to screw those picks up anyways. Keep back. <laughs> wow, dude. He's so good. 
You know what? Seeing that guy uh, play might make a bunch of Raiders want to quit, but it wasn't a Raider quit, bro. It was a Bill. <laughs> yeah. With good reason. Fonte Davis quit at halftime of the Chargers-Bills game as they were getting blown out at halftime. It, it got a little more respectable in the second half, but Fonte just said basically he had an epiphany. He just did not feel right. He didn't belong on that field anymore. He said he didn't expect anyone to understand it, but he knew he was uh, he was done. And you gotta, you know, gotta give it to him. At least he, he uh, came to came to the realization, you know. Keenan Allen will make a lot of DBs feel that way, Dave. <laughs> exactly, he sure will, man. Casey, I know you're stoked about this uh, halftime of the Super Bowl announcement, dude. Talk about one of your favorite uh, bands get up there, dude. <laughs> My very favorite band in the whole entire world is finally gonna play the Super Bowl. Hey, people, <laughs> clean out your earphones. That is sarcasm. We found out. Them Rune 5 will indeed be playing the halftime at the Super Bowl, and I don't know what the heck the NFL is doing choosing these bands. I mean, they're fine if you like homogenized, you know, pop, rock, or whatever you want to call it these dudes do. There is a sick, thick music scene down in the ATL, dude. I'm outcast, Aluda, you know. You can even dig deep. There's so much there, and they go with Maroon 5. Definitely a head scratcher. Hey, wait, it's my it's my break on Sunday, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, Casey. Twenty dollar Hawaiian. <laughs> browse the, ch- the chips and dips and such uh, at that point in time. Mingle with the people. <laughs> right. uh, All right, mingling. Yeah, that's where my that's where I'm mingling, Casey. You know me. Uh, <laughs> let's move along, Casey. So, unfortunately, obviously, the injuries in the NFL are a regular thing, uh, and we had a handful this week. Yeah, Joe Mixon for the Bengals. Uh, also for my foul boys. Um, he went out, he's got a little knee procedure. He's saying he's feeling better already, and he's like, it's not going to be a pain thing. When I feel comfortable, I'll get back out there. So they expect him to be gone two to four weeks. Gio Bernard, if you're uh, sniffing around for a free agent pickup for the next couple weeks, mm. that's a good direction to go. They also picked up Thomas Rawls, added him to the roster. But hopefully Joe Mixon is back sooner than later. But Dave, we've got a couple guys that aren't coming back. Yeah, I mean, well, for sure, uh, Cam Robinson of the Jags, Jacksonville Jaguars, dude, he tore his ACL, and that's a pretty big loss there. Uh, even though he hasn't really ever emerged as a great player, he was their uh, an offensive tackle there on a run-first team, uh, and that's a pretty big one there. You know, uh, Also, the, the Los Angeles Rams did not have the services of Greg Zerline as he got hurt in warm-ups last week. He won't be available, it looks like, this weekend. They brought somebody in uh, just in case, so uh, we'll see how that one uh, is going forward. Dude, that's just going to make the Rams go for it on fourth down a lot more and go for two every time. That's just going to jack up the scores, dude. That's really bad news for opposing teams, bad news for your Chargers. Exactly. A little foreshadowing there. Casey, the three strikes pool, something that everybody's in or survival for most people. We have the more generous version that we work with because we know how easy it is to be eliminated. Uh, How did you do this week, man? Oh, dude, I crushed it. I went with your Los Angeles Chargers over the Bills. That was easy breezy. Lemon squeezy, and I'm riding into week three, baby, with no strikes. Yeah, what about right. you? Me too. I, I came off of the Chargers because I didn't want to change them. I went over the, to our LA Rams, and they handled business uh, for me there as well. So, uh, Casey, the most popular pick was, in fact, the Rams over the Arizona Cardinals there. Um, and the most popular incorrect pick, Washington over Indy. I thought Washington was going to win that too, but I was not that confident. No, and dude, now Indy with the healthy Andrew Luck, that's a that's a football team again, dude. Yeah. There are no gimmies, man. If yep. the Eagles should be on upset alert this weekend, um, with Luck going in there. But Dave, uh, the most popular picks going into week three, of course, 
anybody who's playing the Buffalo Bills. And then this week, it is the Minnesota Vikings. And even though these teams have lost eight Super Bowls between them, the Vikings should mosh over the Bills at yeah. home. Josh Allen, you thought the Chargers defense was tough. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Vikings defense. They're going to introduce themselves to you over and over again. <laughs> They're going to love to hear that big old uh, reekle of horn all day. <laughs> day. I guarantee it. Casey, all right, brother, let's go with the fantasy go back starts of the week. Yeah. How did you do? Uh, not very well. Um, my teams uh, were decimated and destroyed. However, I could have uh, at least salvaged a little bit of respect by putting John Brown and Deshaun Jackson in instead of Michael Crabtree and Mike Williams. That would have gained me 19.8 points, which would have put me in front until um, Monday Night Football when uh, I was then, of course, surpassed. So there you go. I had no go-backs this week, actually. Trey Burton, my man, on Monday night. Got me a little touchdown and a couple yards there. Put me in the first place. So, Dave, I'm collecting that cash this week. So that makes me very happy. Beautiful, sir. All right, Case, the big, the best part of the show here, the, the game previews. We're heading into week three. There's a lot of good ones. We're going to touch on a handful of them here that are pretty exciting. Get us started. All right, Thursday night football day. we got the New York Jets at the Cleveland Browns. And, dude, this line has gone up. The Browns are three-point favorites at home. I don't know the last time that happened. Wow, no kidding, huh? Well, this is a good matchup, of course, for both of these squads uh, that were picking very high in the draft. We thought maybe we'd have a couple of rookie quarterbacks. But for the Jets, uh, Sam Darnold obviously played exceptionally well in Week 1. He played well in Week 2 as well, but um, they were unable to get that second victory. But uh, this Jets squad, uh, pretty excited with at least the, the development right now of the quarterback. And the Brownies, dude, it's hard not to want to see Baker out there. To no fault of Tyrod, it's not been the best. But that being said, this team could really be sitting at 2-0 and right now if they had a decent, halfway decent, partially <laughs> decent field goal kicker. <laughs> uh, cost them games uh, both weeks. And um, so they're sitting there at 0-1-1. We're all chomping at the bit to be see Baker. You know we'd have loved to see it on this Thursday night game, but uh, we're probably going to have to wait at least one more week. But I'm ready, baby. Come on. Get number six in there. Yeah, no question, dude. Um, all right. Up next, it's the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars at home favored by seven. Yeah, the Titans, dude. Not sure if Mariota's going to play. It's got like a little nerve thing going in there. So Why is he so who knows nervous? How long yeah, he's nervous. No, he's not nervous. The nerves in his arm is hard for him to throw. Um, they really need to get that guy back. Derrick Henry's not like crushing it like we thought he would. Uh, thought he would be mowing over teams. They're not able to get that run. Blaine Gabbert played well enough to get that victory against the Texans last week. It's going to be a little tougher um, sledding this week, man. That's a. It's going to be a good game or a tough game for those guys. Yeah, no doubt. Jacksonville at home. That defense very, very stout. And they're coming off that impressive victory over the Patriots. Um, where Bortles actually played really pretty well, even without Fournette. Uh, it was an impressive offensive performance, but that defense, of course, obviously one of the best in the league, man. It's going to be good. All right, up next, we got the New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons, and the Falcons are favored by three at home. Yeah, dude, and this Saints squad has still, like traditionally speaking, the last handful of seasons start off slow. They're not 0-2 now. Uh, they were able to uh, scrap it together and, and muster up a victory last week against Cleveland, but that was not easy, man. Uh, and this is a huge divisional uh, matchup here. Uh, the Saints on the road in Atlanta. This is a This is a big, big challenge right now. Yeah, and the Falcons feeling pretty good about handling those Panthers last week. Matt Ryan... Played a lot better, starting to get Calvin Ridley involved 
in that offense. And the red zone, we talked about it on the Sunday six-pack, four for four on red zone trips, counting three touchdowns. Yep. Um, they're going to need to do that again on Sunday if they want to beat these uh, Saints that are looking uh, desperate. All right, up next, it is the San Francisco 49ers at Kansas City to play the Chiefs, man. Chiefs favored by six. Yeah, uh, the Niners last week held on. It looked like they were going to give that game away against the Lions, but found a way just to hold on enough to get there. Been a lot of hoopla about Jimmy G in the offseason, and they were giving the uh, the West to the Niners there. Um, this is going to be a huge test for those guys going on the road to um, Kansas City. I think this is the home opener for the Chiefs, man. So uh, good luck with that, 49ers. Yeah, good luck with that. It is a sea of red there, and they are loud, and they are going to be a very, very excited fan base there. As this Kansas City Chiefs, they've got the hotshot young quarterback. Uh, we thought it was going to be Garoppolo, and he still could be. But the way Mahomes has started this season, it's just outstanding. This Kansas City Chiefs team has been on the road, like you said, and beaten the Chargers and beaten uh, the Steelers. Those are big-time AFC wins. Uh, this is going to be a real fun game to watch, man. All right, Dave, up next, our game, our city, our teams, the <laughs> battle for Los Angeles. Los Angeles Chargers at the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. going to be at the Coliseum where the Rams are favored by seven. Wow, that, that's gone up a, a, a bit here as the week has gone on. But this Chargers squad uh, playing good football in week one. They, they lost to the Chiefs. That's a respectable loss, and they gave a couple, a couple of big special teams plays up. That was really the difference in the game. But they are going to have their hands full with this Rams defense. Uh, the Chargers want to play ball control in this one and keep that Rams offense off the field, protect their defense a little bit. If if Phillip Rivers can play a masterful game and really grind some clock, the Chargers will be right in there. Yeah, dude, but McVeigh seems to be just like on a different level, man. Mm -hmm. This cat is like Rain Man, can remember everything, is like dominating matchups, getting guys wide open, making decisions easy for Jared Goff. Yep. And if you're not liking what you're seeing in that pass game, you just turn around and hand it to Todd Gurley. This guy is beasting too, man. They're all cylinders on offense, and that defense is stymieing teams as well. Dude, shutting out those Cardinals last week, man. It's going to be a tough test for those Chargers. Yep. Um, this is going to be a fun game to watch, dude, and uh, bragging rights for uh, one of the roommates from the upcoming uh, stadium there in a couple years. So uh, <laughs> someone's getting off to a fast start. Yeah, both. I think both of these teams, both of these owners really, really want this one. All right, moving it on to Monday Night Football, Casey. This one's a surprisingly awesome football game as the Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Tampa Bay to play the Red Hot Buccaneers, dude. Two-and-a-half-point favorites, Steelers on the road. Yeah, and if you uh, listen to any of the, the press, it's all coming down in Pittsburgh. Tomlin's lost control of the team. Mm -hmm. A.B.'s not happy. That's all a bunch of BS there, dude. But they do need to get a victory in this game. They haven't played their best football but this is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just too many weapons there. Even without Lev Bell, James Conner's been a nice addition in the backfield, yeah. getting some tough yards. He's got nice hands. He had that sick catch on the sideline there. Um, we know about A.B. We know about um, Juju. But James Washington, if you got space on your bench, go pick this guy up. He's getting more involved in the offense as this team goes along. The Steelers, they like prime time. They like the big games, dude. I'm expecting a great 
performance from them. No question, and the Steelers need this one. And then you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. They're obviously the surprise team of the NFL. Basically, people said this team would be uh, possibly 0-3 with Jameis Winston. What's it going to be like with Fitzpatrick? Well, Fitzpatrick has turned into Fitzmagic, and he's got that team cranking. And Deshaun Jackson loves it. Uh, O.J. Howard loves it. This offense is on fire. They have put up a ton of points. And that Steelers defense, I would say it's a little bit questionable right now. They're going to have their hands full. It's going to be interesting to see if Fitzpatrick can continue to play at the level that he's played at in weeks one and two. Because if he can, he's going to give Tampa Bay and that brass there an incredibly interesting decision to make moving into week four when Winston's suspension comes to an end. If he has that team at 3-0, and guess what, folks? It's Fitzpatrick's team for the further for moving forward, baby. It's interesting. Yeah, Jameis will take an Uber to the airport. But Dave, the <laughs> thing about Fitz magic, you got to learn or not, if it's an illusion. That's right. He's been there before, and he's played great football before, and it always seems to fall apart eventually. All right, Casey, that is going to do it for the week three previews. That is going to do it uh, for this episode of the Trend Zone. So many ways, though, Casey, you can check out the Football Radio Show on YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, or head over to footballradioshow.com and get all the goods there. Ladies and gentlemen, he's Casey. I'm Dave. We're the football dudes at Football Radio Show, and we are out of here.